Welcome to Like an Event Boss, your weekly events empowerment podcast with Carrie Abernathy and Juliet Tripp. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Like an Event Boss. This is Carrie Abernathy, and I have my co host, Juliet Tripp, here with me. Hi, Juliet. Hello. Hello. Hi, hi. Thanks for coming back again. And thanks to our listeners for being here for week three. Last week, we had a chance to talk about post pandemic events and everything that happened during. Um, 2020. And it was quite an episode, I thought. Juliet, your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. I think it, there's been so much time for reflection, but actually getting to talk it through with someone that's been there and someone that gets it was just really refreshing for me. So I hope those listening found it the same way as well. Agreed. Agreed. I hope everyone goes back and listens to week two. It kind of teased this episode really nicely where we will talk about events trends in 2021. And this is an exciting episode because we get to talk about all of the positive things, right? Bringing events back Mm -hmm. and maybe live events back in the future and what that'll look like and all of the new technology and everything else. So I'm going to dive right in. Um, 2021 to me is going to be super exciting. Juliet, I'm not sure what you think about 2021, but I think we're going to finally go back to some face-to-face. What do you think? Yeah, 100%. It's the comeback. We are rising from the flames. Ooh, I love that. I love a good (laughs) comeback. (laughs) The comeback tour 2021 featuring Juliet and Carrie. Featuring all events. All event bosses, all event bosses. (laughs) So good. Um, Yeah. And you know what? I feel like, you know, we we got through 2020. We were just sort of making it. We weren't to a point where we could really wrap our head about, like, around what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Like, so what does 2021 look like for you? So 2021 is definitely going to see the return of events, I hope, at some point, but definitely not for me until the back end of the year. Now, this isn't because um, myself, my organisation don't have faith in events and the safety of them, but we run sort of true global events. So we don't do anything in the UK. We travel to locations to bring our events and fly in speakers, fly in attendees, Mm -hmm. and there are just so many moving parts. So at the moment, we're not planning anything live until November we will be virtual up until that point Um, but this is just because we need to see the landscape across the globe and see what happens with vaccination rollouts and and all sorts really so staying very hopeful and very positive but um, but staying a little bit realistic as well, which I don't like to do all the time. But in this in this respect, I need to. I you know I I saw some data the other day that the best leaders are realistic and positive. You have oh to good okay yeah so there you go you just nailed it. Um, you have we can to, do that yeah you have to be you have to be real with like your employees with your attendees, mm-hmm. um, so that they have that trust in you right. Um, But you can also be positive because, as you know, positive affirmations, like putting it out into the universe, manifestation is a real thing. So let's so this is the positivity podcast today, right? (laughs) When it comes to events. Yes, it is. We tackled the nasty stuff in the last podcast. Now we're going to talk about the positives. And I'm seeing some really great things. There's some great data. Um, 
from some surveys that just came out in the events industry about event planners and when we're coming back. And Mm -hmm. the data overwhelmingly speaks to the fact that most event professionals and their and their um, organizations want to come back by Q3, Q4 of this year to live or hybrid. Incredible. So yay. That's what we need. Yay, yeah. right? <laughs> I know we wanted it to be last year, but again, 2020, chaos, messy, pivot, and now here we are. We can look to the future. So again, you're right. Vaccine rollouts have to happen. Um, so I'll start talking about some of the trends for 2021 that I'm already seeing. Yeah, please do. Um, safety is the number one. I mean, there are a lot of different things we could talk about, right? Virtual and Mm -hmm. technology, and we'll definitely get there, but like, let's low hanging fruit, safety, safety for live events, safety for all, anything in person, any gatherings. Um, Is that the same for you? Yeah, a hundred percent. That's the big thing on everyone's minds. It's you know, we'll get back. And last year, we spent so much time sitting on demos for virtual events. And it's just we're over that now. We know how to run a virtual event. Um, but yeah, we're looking at safety 100% in the UK. And I think globally, like that's our big concern. And it's going to be a huge learning curve for us all. We thought virtual events were a learning curve. No, no, safer events will be the big one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, safer events. I like that. Um, it just makes me think about how um soap was like flying off of the shelves last year it's like did we not wash our hands before like what were we doing like is there ever going to be an event that doesn't have a ton of sanitizer stations everywhere that's a no like (laughs) yeah that's always gonna be a thing in the future probably virtual check-ins I don't think we're gonna have people sitting at registration desks um all of that stuff yeah safety 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 is the theme for 2021 it's not a sexy theme but it's definitely a theme no, but it is sexy if you stay healthy. Right. Because you can't be sexy if, you're, if you've are if you got coronavirus. Okay, thanks. That's true. <laughs> quote, quote of the year. Quote of the year. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So sorry. Oh, so sorry. Um, so that's that's awesome. I agree with you. <laughs> now maybe we can talk about more something more sexy. We'll, we'll go there. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's get sexier. Like. So technology, um, I'm not a big tech person. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't before this year, but I'm starting to get really excited about like hybrid and not only that, but like AI and AR, artificial intelligence and augmented reality and how that's going to weave itself into the next 10 years for events. Like, what are you seeing in that front? Are you noticing kind of the same thing? Yeah, I am. I think there's been low level noise around AI, AR, etc. for the last couple of years, but now it's really gearing up. And I've always, I guess, shied away from tech because I've been lucky enough to work with people who know it better than me mm-hmm. and who have like I have an in-house production team who are just incredible and they know this stuff. So as long as I can kind of communicate to them what I need for the event, they sort it, which is great. But now I think there's just going to be more of a need for all of us within the event space to get this language, to get the tech. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think data is going to be huge we're going to be using data in new ways and I've again shied away from data but now I'm getting fascinated by it and analytics and insights and and then just yeah there's just so much to come I'm excited for it 
That is so true. I just, I'm excited about data now too. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the data person, but I was just talking to someone about Clear the other day. Um, the company that is in airports that, you know, scans your eyes or scans your fingers to let you on the flight yeah. and how they're not an air airport company. They're not, you know, that's not their bread and butter. Their bread and butter is people data and wow. how they've moved into the health space and contact tracing and how they're integrating into other things. And they're going to kind of be the, the company to watch, I think, because they're kind of farming human data for better or for worse. I think it's fat. It's fascinating. And this year has really pushed us into that space where we knew it existed, but now we really have to like lean in. We, even as event professionals have to learn it. Yeah. We need to just be well-versed in this. We don't need to know it inside out, back to front, but it's going to be integral moving forward. Um, and not just events, you know, you mentioned airports and business travel is is absolutely side by side for events. So it's understanding the bigger picture and where that f- fits in and how we will come across it more and more moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, re- this year really pushed all of us outside of our comfort zones. That's for sure. Yeah. Attendees yeah. and event professionals. Yeah. And then we just have the, as well as feeling uncomfortable ourselves, we actually have the role of reassuring so many others. So we have to be, you know, it's that age old analogy of be like a swan, calm on the surface, but paddling like crazy underneath. And if you think about that was the past, like in the future, we've got to reassure ourselves. We've got to reassure our teams, our stakeholders, our partners, sponsors, speakers, attendees, like everyone, (laughs) everyone. And that's going to be our role. And we, so we need to know enough to reassure them that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. We're just not, you know, the people that execute the dream. Like we have to be really strategic more than ever, Mm -hmm. I think now um, for safety reasons and otherwise. And it's a definite shift in what being an event professional, being an event boss looks like. Yeah, 100%. And you bring up strategy, which is one of my favorite words. And it's even more of a favorite word now because our events have to be strategic. Like, Mm -hmm. I think a big trend for this year is going to be fewer, bigger, better. So fewer events, unfortunately, but they may be bigger. They may be more ambitious programs or, you know, different um, larger venues or co-hosted, co-located events. And they're going to be better. And for that, for those things to come together, we need to be more strategic. And we can't just be running events for the sake of it. We need to be running events because there's a real tangible why and there's a real reason why they matter for our business or our community or our clients. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Um, Yeah, so I feel like that also gives us a chance to really push the envelope. Like we're in the spot where maybe there are fewer, but they're bigger. The impact is bigger, Yeah, I think, the reach is bigger. So we kind of have this responsibility to bring the best, push the envelope, spread messages. I mean, think about events. Like we have this Mm -hmm. power to spread messages all over the world. And before it was live or mostly live, and now we're like deeply ingrained in the digital digital and, um, and virtual. And we have as event professionals and, and our organizations, we can literally reach every corner of the world basically. So why wouldn't we be more strategic, not only in our technology or safety and, and vendors, but our messaging and, and um, you know, bringing diverse voices to the table? Like our, our impact is huge. 
And we can't just sit back and say that we're executing events anymore. Like it's all about the strategy. And, and for me in 2021, that's a trend. That's that's the yeah. trend. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And we're going to be reporting on so many different kind of factors. It's not just ROI anymore. It's mm-hmm. like return on every single element of the event. And if we are to really justify these events that we're doing and justify bringing people together, justify people spending money, traveling the world, like there has to be a reason, there has to be a why. And yes, we're all desperate to gather. Don't get me wrong. I will be jumping on a plane as soon as, as, soon as I'm allowed to do so I miss it dearly but but I know that if I I put in a request to attend an industry event my workplace are going to need that to be justifiable in the spend in my time out of the office or you know it's it's got to be bigger picture thinking and it's got to have a reason um for everything we do in events these days and yeah it's it's strategy is a trend it's it's a huge trend more than a trend it's integral yeah yeah no it is it is now our lives as event professionals it is now everything I I wrote when you were talking earlier I wrote build the business case for attendees and I circled it like 45 times because that is our job yeah it so is and you know like all these events and I've been to them I've organized them where you can you can like download a letter template to (laughs) justify your attendance and you just Mm -hmm. put in your boss's name and like write in the dates and then you you're supposed to present this letter on their desk and magically because the conference organizer has written it that's going to get you the, the golden ticket to go. Well, it's going to be more than that now. And we need right. to hold our, the hands of everyone that's involved and, and know that it is justifiable. And there is a real viable business case because you cannot replace live event experiences no matter what you do and what kind of events you organize. Oh, I love that. I love that you feel that and you're spreading that message because we all want live events to come back. They have to yeah. come back. We have to make the yeah. case for it. And that it's just so right. That is 2021 and beyond. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. just a fun, silly question. Your first, let's say you have an opportunity to attend a conference anywhere in the world. What's the first one you're, you're hopping on a plane to go to when everything gets back to normal? Is it like a big city? Is it the U S is it on a beach somewhere? Like what would get you back? It's going to be Vegas. It's got to be Vegas. <laughs> it? It's got to be Vegas. Yeah, it's going to have to be. Hopefully IMAX America with all of our amazing yes. industry colleagues, yes. because I just need to just go crazy, go wild in Vegas. I just, <laughs> I miss it. I miss it. I miss the fun. What a fun question. Thank you for answering that. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask you now, what's yours? it's going to be on a beach somewhere. It's going to be just a lot of fun. One of the last things that I did before 2020, actually, it was New Year's Eve. Um, I was on a trip in Cancun and I remember (sighs) ringing in 2020 at midnight, dancing in the rain on the beach, a big bottle of rosé champagne and just thinking that I didn't have a care in the world. And then it was like, damn, (laughs) Yeah. So I was in Cancun a month before you, actually just down the road in Riviera Maya in November 2019. And it's one of my favorite places in the world, like just 
the funnest place ever. Oh. So yeah, that's that's going to be number two on the list. I'd okay, say. all right. Well, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you in both. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so funny. Like we talked about, I think this last episode or last episode about expanding our network like crazy in 2020. Yeah. That was kind of the theme. Like we've never met in person and I've, I haven't met a lot of people that I worked with this mm-hmm. year in person and I can't wait. So, I mean, we, we all want live events to come back and they will come back. It's yeah. just how yeah. we shift and how we stay positive and how we protect our people and then the next step in business. So it wasn't all bad. It got us to this place where we're being super strategic um, and we're beyond, you know, I think we've shown the value of our, our job and our profession and our business this year though. All right. Well, you know, let's talk to our, let's switch gears slightly and we're still talking about 2021 and trends in the future, but how can event boss listeners pave their way to event success in 2021, Juliet. Okay, so we've mentioned strategy and strategy is going to be super important here. So getting buy-in across your organization or across your team from those strategic event goals you're setting and absolutely knowing your why, because when you know your why, that translates down to the business case, down to delegates asking questions and, and everything. So that's really important. And I think push boundaries, like challenge the way that you've looked at events previously, challenge what you've done because this is our opportunity to build back better and try new things. Mm. Perfect. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think my theme at getting to the end of 2020 was to you know pivot and quickly salvage um, any sort of event and look at new technology. But then it was to be strategic and to really sit back and reassess business models and the way I had always done business and the way the organization had always um, put on events and really take that time to be thoughtful about if the business model was working and if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think it, that is a really interesting thing to do if, if you haven't, as an event professional, if you haven't done it, 2021 is your year to look at those efficiencies and question why, 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 why? Like, why am I using this vendor? Or why am I doing registration this way? Or why am I holding this big event for 15,000 people when the more impactful event is actually a hybrid or a, a bunch of smaller events or, 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 right? Yeah. There's so many questions that we have to ask ourselves in 2021. This is so important. And actually look at why not as well, as well as asking why, ask why not, why am I not doing this? Like, why have we not got, why have we not gr- cracked the code of diverse panel discussions yet? You know, that's a, that's a topic for another day. It's a topic for another episode, but look at what you're not doing too and, and what you actually want to pick and choose for your events so that you can curate the best experiences this year. Yeah, but no, you're right. We can talk about it because it is a trend for 2021. Um, you know, prior to 2020, I feel like people were kind of moving moving into sustainable meetings and green meetings. And that was really our, our, our thought focus for a little bit. And now I think uh, 2020, 2021, moving forward, we are looking at the impact of diversity and inclusiveness. And I, so I think that is absolutely a trend that we need to talk about in 20, uh, for 2021. Yeah. It's just, it's got to be a non-negotiable now. 
and there's been a lot of noise there's been a lot of like oh yeah I completely agree with this or sharing quotes but now fine but let's just take action let's prove that we know that this is this is more than a trend it's something that we are committing to change and I know you and so many others are, are really driving change especially with your uh, with your show events from black to white that you're doing uh, just bringing awareness and and just getting people to listen and getting people to move and do things differently absolutely yeah I mean so Juliet you just mentioned events from black to white it's just for those that haven't uh, heard it or, or don't know about it it's a monthly talk show discussion for diversity and inclusiveness the business case in um, in event in the event sector in the hospitality sector so it's starting that conversation on how we can expand our reach and why it is so impactful and why we have the power to affect change. Um, as event professionals in not only events, but in the world through our events and through our actions and through representation on the stage and to our audiences. And it's really, I get really jazzed up and excited about it because it is our responsibility and you're right. It is, it is the time to take real action and, and there's no better time to do that, especially when we've shifted again, virtually and, and um, digitally and, and potentially hybrid in the future where we're going to Every, everyone can see every event that we do. It, we're touching yeah. everyone. We can go everywhere and our messages are, are virtual now and um, aren't limited to a live stage. So it's really exciting. It's hopefully not a trend. Hopefully it's just here to stay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We just, you know, we've moved on. We're in a different era now and and those that aren't thinking in that way are going to get left behind. Awesome. Well, I know we're kind of getting to the end of the episode here. So any final thoughts on 2021, your outlook and beyond? Oh, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited <laughs> to see everyone again and be able to meet and, and just, yeah, go back to events. Like it will happen. Keep the faith, keep positive and keep moving forward because we've absolutely got this. I agree with that. No, no better word spoken. I can't top that. So we like to end every show with some thoughts or a word of the day or inspirational thoughts. So Juliet, any, anything to close? Yeah, I've got three words for you. Know your why. Know your why. Know why you're running events. Know why people should attend and know why you're an event boss and in this industry. And then you will flourish and you will fly. Mm, that is so good. Well, thank you, Juliet. Thanks everyone for joining us and we'll see you next week. That's a wrap. Bye.